Hi guys and welcome back to the Fight for Top 6 podcast with me Elle and me Elise. Today's episode is going to be shorter than our other ones as there's only two games that we're going to talk about as it's the FA Cup weekend but the games that are due to be played for match week 29 are going to be interesting. So we have West Ham versus Arsenal, Aston Villa versus Spurs, and all four teams are fighting for a place in the top six. So a big result could make a big impact on their place in the table. First off, let's start off with West Ham versus Arsenal. This is three o'clock on Sunday. And West Ham are currently sitting fifth. And if they win this game, they're going to go level on points with Chelsea. However, if Arsenal win... They move up to ninth, only from 10th place. Um, I don't know what's going to happen this in this game because obviously West Ham are coming away from a loss against Man United. Arsenal are coming away from a win against Spurs. So it's a big game for, like, they've just played a really big game and won. So their momentum is going to be so high. They're going to be buzzing. But the way that West Ham have been playing lately and it's at home... I feel like this has got West Ham written all over it. What do you think, Elise? Oh, I would 100% say I think this is going to definitely be a West Ham win. I mean, but I mean, I did say last week I thought it was going to be a Spurs win, but Arsenal came back and shocked us. So I don't know. I suppose, yeah, like you said, Arsenal coming off the back of a win, they're obviously going to be very excited for that. West Ham coming off from a loss, they're going to be wanting to prove themselves and be like, no, like, this is why. We are in the top four. Were they in the top four? Yeah, fifth. So they're quite the top four. Why they want to be there. And being at home, I I would say definitely I'm going for West Ham with that one. Yeah. I think I'm going to, yeah, as I said, I think I'm going to agree. I feel like West Ham are getting so close and they can't slip up. And obviously we know that Arsenal can be beaten. They played great the other day, but I feel like that is because Spurs didn't turn up. I don't feel like Arsenal was amazing. I feel that that is because Spurs didn't turn up. So Arsenal was able to grab the three points. So if West Ham turn up on Sunday, I feel like West Ham could, it could be like a 3-1 result. That's how I'm feeling. But then the game in the evening, Elise, it, at 7.30 on Sunday is Aston Villa versus Spurs. And both teams here are going to want to win because of where they are in the table. What are you feeling? Because Aston Villa are playing quite well at the moment at home, but they have had a few slip-ups their past few games. Yeah, I mean, obviously Spurs are coming into this game from, as I said last week, uh, the other day, an embarrassing performance in the North London derby. I'm hoping that this will put a fight into them and go into that game and improve on the mistakes that they made against Arsenal. That's the only positive you can take out of this is fine. You've made their mistakes. Come back this time, fight in and improve on them. And yeah, Spurs are going to be wanting to walk away with this win because if they were to come away with this win, obviously depending on the West Ham-Arsenal game, if... West Ham were to lose to Arsenal in that game and Spurs win against Aston Villa, that would take them above both Merseyside teams as well as above West Ham on goal difference to put them into fifth. So they're going to want to come away with that win 100%. But then 
Villa, like you said, they've got a fight as well because they've got, they're going to go, it's looking like they're going to go over their sixth consecutive game without their captain, Jack Grealish. But, I mean, good news for them, I suppose. Um, it's reports that he is back in full training and I'm hoping he isn't, but <laughs> apparently he could be up <laughs> back in the lineup or at least on the bench when they play them. But if Villa, obviously Villa want to close the gap on Spurs because they're above them, there are only there's four points between them. So obviously they're going to want to close that gap 100%. So I'm hoping it will be a good game to watch because both teams have got something to fight for and they both actually come out fighting. Obviously I'm hoping Aston Villa don't personally, but I'm hoping Spurs can get in there and definitely improve on the performance from Arsenal. I feel like if Jack Grealish is in that starting lineup, he's going to make a big impact, not just because he's a great footballer, but because of his captaincy, he is mm. going to, yeah, he's just going to make an impact because it's against Spurs. He knows that that is a big game and he is going to want to come away with a win. Like he's going to want to go into that game, come away with the three points and it'll make him feel better because he's come back and he knows that Villa haven't been playing the best at the moment. So I feel like it's, I feel like there'll be goals, but I wouldn't know, wouldn't be able to tell you who's going to come away with the three points or if a team does. But I guess we just have to see. But yeah, like we said the other day, me and Elle are no longer going to put our opinions in on the scores when our teams play because we seem to backfire completely whenever we say they're going to win and they always end up not putting in the best performances. So, yeah, I'm not going to put in my opinion on what I think the score would be. I would just say that Aston Villa have obviously hit or miss with their games lately. Spurs are playing well until Saturday. So I think it's up for grabs for either one. It just depends on who comes out fighting the most. With international break coming up next week, we have decided to take a look at the England squad. Gareth Southgate has announced a team that he will be using for the World Cup qualifiers. Obviously, with their first game against Albania on Sunday, the 28th of March, there have been a lot of top six players that have been picked for the squad. Um, Obviously, one of the big ones is a call-up for Jesse Lingard. This is his first call-up since June 2019. I suppose he needs to thank West Ham, partly for this, for obviously giving him the opportunity to play on a regular basis. And as well, he's also been playing like amazingly well. Um, while I was watching Gareth Southgate's press conference earlier, he came out and said that um, even though obviously Lingard has only been in West Ham's squad for a short amount of time, he has been playing very well and they have a lot of faith in him doing well, which I would agree with. I think he would do really well and it it's a boost of confidence being called up again. What do you think about Lingard being called up again? Um, I'm really happy for him. I feel like he definitely, definitely deserves it. I feel like Gareth Southgate knows what he's doing and he he would, yeah, I feel like Jesse Lingard definitely deserves it and he can make an impact from the way he has been playing. Um, and also he has been playing with Declan Rice, who Declan Rice has also been called up. So if them two can play together for England, then that's obviously like a good partnership because they know how to play together from the past few games. So, no, I feel like it's definitely um, a good shout from Gareth Southgate. And I'm happy he's done that because I feel like the way that Jesse Lingard has been playing, 
he definitely deserves it. And I feel like that is the same for John Stones as well, who hasn't played since November 2019. And also Man United's Luke Shaw, who hasn't represented England since September 2018. So I feel like both these players definitely deserve it because of because of where their club is right now, so high up in the table. But John Stones has had like a tricky 18 months, I feel like. He didn't find himself for a while at City, but definitely the past few games has been playing well. And I feel like that goes for Luke Shaw as well, especially because of the injuries. So I feel like for them too, as defenders, they're going to be well happy with the call-up and let's hope for England's sake that they can make an, make an impact. Definitely. I mean, especially for Luke Shaw, I mean, that's amazing. From It's been almost, like two, it's been like two and a half years since he played for England. So I think for him, that's a massive, that'll give him like a massive boost in confidence. So even when like the break's over, he may come into Man United's squad again when they come back and be playing like a lot better because he's got this new confidence obviously he knows that Gareth Southgate is like got an eye on him now and seeing how he plays and he obviously wants to be called up again next time so I think for Man United's sake as well as his I think it would be good for both people involved mm-hmm. I feel someone else who's going to be happy as well is Connor Cody for Wolves he's been playing great and he has been the past few seasons so to be called up for England he will Again, I'm pretty sure he got called up last year. I'm not 100% sure on that. But I feel like it's a good thing for him. Like, he's been playing well. You can definitely see he's a leader um, from when you watch him play for Wolves. Um, you can definitely see that. But I feel like a shock overall would be Liverpool's Trent Alexander-Arnold. He has not been named in the squad, which I'm, I'm not shocked about because... His competition is Reese James, and Reese James has been playing really, really well for Chelsea this season under Frank and under Tuchel. So I'm not shocked, but I'm shocked at the same time because Trent is actually a really good player. But because of the way Liverpool's playing at the moment, I can understand why Southgate has chosen Reese over Trent. So we'll just have to see how Reese James plays. And if it makes an impact for Trent for the way that he's currently playing with Liverpool. So, Elise, there has been a few Spurs players that have been called up for their international duties. What's your thoughts on a few of them that are going out to their country? I mean, obviously, for them, it's an amazing thing that you obviously always want to be able to go out and represent your country. We have, in terms of England, we have... Kane and Eric Dyer, who are going out with Gareth Southgate in the squad. Obviously, Kane, for me, I think is a no-brainer of why he was picked. Mm-hmm. Dyer has his moments of <laughs> not so great, but he, he does play a lot and plays well. I, I think the two people who I think I feel for, the last two people, when the last England call-up was done, Deli Alley and Harry Winks, obviously... As a pair, neither of them have played nearly as much under Jose as as they had previously with Pochettino, which I think is really unfortunate because I feel like they haven't had a chance to close properly, especially Harry Winks. Like I actually cannot remember the last time he started a game for Spurs. And I just feel for him because I suppose, like, like I said, 
you always want to represent your country. And I do feel for him for not being able to get that opportunity again this time because I suppose he hasn't because he hasn't played. Southgate hasn't seen his capabilities now and hasn't from that not been chosen, which for him, I'm sure is very heartbreaking. But we have the three Welshmen, Bale, Davis and Roden, who have all been called up for their Wales for the Wales squad. Um worrying I suppose I suppose the main thing that always comes from international duties is you're always worried about who's going to come back injured and how that can affect your team see Bao playing as well as he has been at the moment he he was going to be picked I mean I think he would have been picked anyway but he has been playing very well barring the last game but he's done really well Davis obviously always plays really well Roden for Spurs hasn't had as many opportunities I suppose you, you don't see him very much on the pitch but Either way, I'm sure he's very happy. And then we got Undombele, Hugo Lloris and Musa Sissoko, who are all up for France. Again, all of those play regularly, play very well. It's not surprising. And then Matt Doherty for the Republic of Ireland. And he has his good and bad moments, but I'm sure he would be a definite good asset for Ireland and they'll really appreciate having him there. But, oh... What about Chelsea? Who has been called up for so, their countries? So for Chelsea, for the first team, Mason Mount, Ben Chilwell, Reese James, and for the under-21s, Callum Hudson-Odoi. So if I start off with the first team, obviously Mason Mount is going to get called up. He has been sensational this season, and I feel like because of what's happened with Chelsea this season, he could even be like, He's in the top five right now, I'd say, of player of the season for the Premier League. I would honestly say that because of the way that he has been playing under Frank and under Tuchel, any Chelsea fan right now, I'm not going to lie, would be is so scared. If anything happens to Mason Mount, then we already we already hate international break anyway, but this would actually kill us, like to lose Mason Mount to an injury. So that's why I'm so worried, but I'm so happy for him. Because I can honestly see Mason Mount actually having the captain's armband for England one day, which is a big statement. But it's definitely possible. He's definitely going to take after Frank Lampard. But Ben Chilwell and Rhys James on either side. Um, I feel like Rhys James definitely deserves it, as I spoke about earlier on. Ben Chilwell... He hasn't been playing the best lately. Tuchel hasn't been playing him a lot. He's been obviously mixing the team around, but I definitely feel like he deserves his chance in this squad and he will definitely show what he's capable of for England. So I'm very happy with Mason Mount, Ben Chilwell and Reese James being called out for the first team. I feel like they deserve it. Um, bit disappointed, Tammy Abraham has not been called up. He has got an injury at the moment, but I thought that he may be fit enough to be called up. Um, that is obviously not the case. I'm not too sure whether that is because of the injury or whether Southgate actually hasn't picked him. But yeah, Tammy has been playing this season. He hasn't obviously had his best of seasons, but he's definitely been playing all right. And then we have Callum Hudson-Odoi for the under-21s. He has been called up in the past for the first team, but the England squad right now is really, is really good. So I'm not shocked that... He hasn't been called up for the first team. I'm pretty sure he would be a bit upset, but to be called up for the under-21s is definitely 
is is really good and you can see that he will definitely shine in that under 21 squad so overall I'm really happy for him and I'm really happy for all the Chelsea players that have been called up to for their international for the international break and there's obviously a few more Chelsea first team players that have been called up as well um but those are the Chelsea ones for England and we're just going to have to see how they play next week because I can definitely see all four of them players playing first-team football for England in the next few years. And let's just hope that for some reason that they all do well in the Euros because I can honestly feel like with the with the past like year everyone's had that, I don't know, I'm feeling quite positive for the Euros. What are you thinking? Oh, 100%. Well, I'm hoping so anyway. I want to take us back to summer 2018 with that World Cup where England obviously done outstandingly well, better than anyone else's expectations. And yeah, like you said, with the last year that we've all had, I feel like we need that like pick me up of like, I mean, of all the England is coming, football's coming home and all of that again. Like, I think we all deserve that. And with the squad that's been picked, I'm really hoping that it is possible. Obviously, you've taken the best that England has to offer. And I do really hope that they will bring it home, as it said. So because there was a change of angle for this podcast due to the international break, we have decided that next week's episodes will be done in the format of a video. This will include me and Elise discussing all things Premier League, but also who is doing well in the international games. This will be found on our YouTube channel, which is Fight for Top 6, but if you prefer an audio format, it will also be available on Spotify. We look forward to seeing you next Tuesday at 6pm.